but I'm telling you this story because it was crazy. If you know me, you know that I love coffee shops, but I don't like typical coffee shops. I don't like Starbucks or Dunkin's or like Tim Hortons or anything. I can't find any fast food places that I actually thoroughly enjoy. I was trying to go and get some french fries from McDonald's because that's the only thing that I like and I was really craving it and I accidentally turned the wrong way and got into a Starbucks like the drive through Now here's the thing, I'm terrified of drive throughs and number two, I don't like Starbucks. Like, I absolutely hate Starbucks. There was one day that I was just like, I got a matcha latte. That's my favorite thing in the entire world. But when I got it from Starbucks, I'm like, okay, today's the day I'm never getting Starbucks again. And that was like two days before this happened. So I'm stuck in line and I bought the Starbucks. You want to know why? You want to know why I bought the Starbucks? Because I was forced into the drive-thru. There was a long line in front of me and I was about to back up because I wasn't far away from the entrance. So I was like, okay, back up. No. <clears throat> there is a car that decides to pull in and be like, yeah, no, you're not. You're, you're staying here. You're staying in this line and you're buying something. So I'm like, oh, okay, well, I don't want to be rude. So I bought some Starbucks and I'm like, well, that was a good waste of six, six fifty, I think it was. And I couldn't have been mad because the person that was taking my order was literally having a full on conversation with me. She was like, so how's your day, love? I hope you have an amazing day. You know, like those really, really bubbly people that are really sweet. That was her. So I got up to the drive-thru, right? And I was kind of still a little frustrated, but it was the same girl that took my order that gave me the drink. And she was like, oh, do you need a straw? Like, let me know if you need anything. The drink is kind of sweet, so don't like drink it too fast. But she looked like she was having the time of her life. I'm like, yo, this girl is working at Starbucks. I need to find more joy in life in the simple things, honestly. But to make matters worse, the Starbucks lid had a hole in it. So when I tried to drink it, it got all over my shirt. So no fries that day. A woman my, my day. I loved it. Like, excuse me. Girl in drive-thru, can we be best friends? That's it. That's the end of the story. Hey, Crud Muffins. Welcome back to the podcast. In this podcast, we will talk about personal and educational conversations. My name is Haley, and welcome back to Crud Muffins. My forehead is so shiny right now because I don't have... I didn't wash my face and that's like fine and I know that I'm supposed to like do my skincare and stuff or else I'll break out and it like really hurts but today I just did not want to anyways <laughs> so I decided that I'm just gonna do a little bit more of a chill podcast the next two ones I'm really excited for because I actually have guests that I'm going to be interviewing, I feel like it's going to be pretty great. So stay tuned for that. So today I decided that I'm going to give advice because I love giving advice, whether people want to hear it or not. And before I get into this, I am editing right now just to reiterate myself and like make it 
clear her and stuff that these are my opinions. Take this advice as you will. I know that everybody's trying to figure out stuff in their own time, but personally from what I learned from high school is I know that there are some people that struggle a lot and this comes from a place of care and understanding. Like school in general can just be rough. So these are my personal opinions and advice that I would give somebody um, that I know is struggling in high school or just needs somebody to confide in and get personal advice from. So I just wanted to say that before we dived into it. I specifically had it down for, like, I wrote down a whole bunch of advice that I would give to people for high school but honestly i think you can apply it to any point of your life i do think i should give a little bit of backstory about like who i was as a child so i'll give you kind of light highlights of what i was kind of like growing up when i was younger i was the type of person that literally got scared of talking to anybody but I was such an attention seeker that I wanted to be around people all the time. But now that I got older, it's like, I love talking to random people on the streets and stuff and I don't really have social anxiety anymore. I didn't really have a lot of friends in high school. I wasn't really a, I wasn't really intelligently gifted for school and stuff because I just like it just didn't work in my brain because I'm more of a artistic thinker I tried my best I was very much a try hard and I would burn out and stuff I wasn't really into sports like I liked to be active and stuff but I wasn't really into sports if you know what I mean like I would try new things but you will not see me on a actual team. I did do like this dance ministry thing for a couple of years and I made a really like a lot of strong friendships from that. But yeah, that was pretty much the only physical activity that I did throughout high school. Um, partly because I was very accident prone. I was the type of person that did not like to ask for help. Because I f did not like feeling weak. In grade 10, 9 and 10, I was really like striving for good academics, but I had poor mental health. But in grade 11 and 12, I had good mental health and good strong friendships, but not as good of grades. Anyways, that's kind of me in a nutshell. I've definitely changed a lot. I think I'm way more assertive and good at talking with people and advocating for myself and stuff. And yeah, but this is what I've learned personally from being a very dramatic person that also loves people. <laughs> so I kind of split it up into four sections, but I think I'll kind of just say whatever I want to say. The first section though, I think is very important. It's about friendships. 
this was one of my go-tos whenever I was scared to try and form new friendships. I would start a hobby or I would join a sport. That is like one of the key ways of developing friendships because you get to do something that you enjoy and you can also like talk about similar interests and interests outside of the stuff that you're doing. But also if you just like don't like the people that you're around, doing a hobby is like a great way just to get through anything that you need to do. Like for example, right now I just because of my hours, I can't really hang out with a lot of people. So kind of what I do is I just like, I like to dance. So I made an entire show. Um, I like to write. So I started this podcast. Um, I, what else do I do? I go on runs and like, yeah, I just do a whole bunch of hobbies that I genuinely enjoy. And that's helped me a lot. Also, in high school, hang out with the weird kids. You'll thank me later. They're way more accepting overall than the people that are a little bit quote-unquote popular because most of the time I find that those people are insecure and they will also make you feel bad about yourself. So forming a friendship with the quote-unquote weirder kids or outcasts or whatever they will kind of accept you with where you're at and yeah just don't try and put yourself in a position where you feel like you can't be yourself or show your true personality or whatever man this was a big one that was a hard lesson to learn no matter how close the friendships you have in high school are there is always a chance that you guys will not be friends. I personally have only been consistently, well, not consistently, but like little up, life updates every once in a while with two people from high school. And the funny thing is, is I wasn't close with them throughout all of high school. I became close with one friend after high school we barely even talked during high school. So my point is that like, you can literally be whoever you want and display yourself however you want because after high school, people don't really care. Like once, if you have a reputation, that won't matter after high school. If you have specific friends that you think you're going to be friends with for the rest of your life, that's not really realistic because majority of the time you guys will want to move in separate ways. And also that gives you an opportunity to meet like new people and stuff. And you'll just find that like as you get older, there are friendships that last and those friendships are good to keep for the rest of your life. But sometimes people are only in your life for a season. Also, if you don't have any friends or you have a hard time making friends um, in high school or in the sports that you are in or you have a job or whatever, online friends are a really good way to 
go. Personally, I struggled with making online friends because I loved a more real connection, but I know a lot of people that have developed good, healthy friendships online um, that they weren't able to get off of line because they just don't really understand or they don't really understand. People in real life sometimes just don't really understand where you're coming from. And people that are online usually kind of look for the same thing, like friendships or good relationships or stuff like that. So be careful with being online because it can be a little weird. But at the same time, that is a good and beneficial way to try and make new friends. So this was mainly coming from setting up your school life. But honestly, I think it can help in more ways than one. Don't get a job during the year unless you're working once a week for like five hours. Because honestly, getting a job during school is not worth it because you're probably the type of person that is stressed out with school, doesn't have enough time to do homework, is also doing like other sports and stuff. Um, as well as doing extracurriculars. Like, if you're not doing anything outside of school, sure, get a job. But you'll lose that time to build into friendships that you want for the long run and work on your hobbies that might help you also later on. My suggestion is get a job during the summer and don't work during the rest of the school year because it also teaches you how to budget your money throughout the year because you only have so much money that you made during the summer. Oh my goodness. Grades are not everything. Once you are out of high school, yes, they matter a little bit once you get into colleges and stuff, but there are so many different opportunities that you can do that don't just reflect in your grades like that's why I'm so passionate about hobbies and stuff because sometimes those hobbies will benefit you more in your work life after high school than the grades will if you spend so much time on just grades you won't be able to get that mentality of your head that it's all or nothing and honestly it's just not realistic because the real world doesn't work by grades I am such a strong advocate for like learning outside of school and getting outdoor education and literally learning life skills not just grades because how many times are you actually going to be graded on your academic knowledge in the real world. Like, just think about it. I am going back into school, but for my job personally, working as a nanny, I have barely used anything that I've learned in school. Like, I'm using more of school stuff like English to write scripts and stuff for the podcast than in my actual job. So if that's something you want to do, that's great. Put your time and effort into grading yourself and like working on skills 
sorry, no, I said that wrong. Just focus more on like the quality of your work rather than the grades that you get. And that's in and out of school. Something that I learned at a young age was understanding the type of learning style that you have is so like good in the long run. I personally am a visual and audio learner. Um, I also am kind of hands-on. I'm a little bit of all four learning styles I think there is. Understanding the way you work and really investing time in how you can build systems to help you learn independently is something that I wish I did sooner because it helped me a lot through high school understanding how to develop strategies for me to memorize stuff and whatever but it also helped me apply stuff outside of school like when I was in dance I knew that I was a slower learner and I needed more audio and visual understanding so what I would do is I would ask for help to memorize stuff with people and just building systems that helped me in the long run that so that I could understand the stuff that I was learning in a more rich, deep, and mental way rather than just, I guess, going back to grades rather than just getting graded on something that I would forget right after I finished the test. Have one trusted adult in your life. Like, I don't care if it's one of your teachers. I don't care if it's a mentor or an old person or um, your parents. I, I don't care. Just at least find one person because when... Like, it's good to ask advice from your peers and talk about your life and stuff with the people that are your age and a little bit older and a little bit younger but having somebody that has walked life before you giving you advice saves you a lot of pain and a lot less drama and stuff and honestly they're a lot more trustworthy like, I know that there's some people that struggle talking to people that are older than them because they think they're scary or, like, stuff happened that was a little bit traumatic and stuff. But if you can find somebody that you can talk to about asking advice for things in any situation in your life, that is so, like, so good and way healthier for you um, in the long run. So literally find a trusted adult that you can confide in. Something that I've realized as well in high school and out of school is figuring out if you work well with people or if you work well by yourself and who do you work well with. Like it can be group projects, but also just like when you're working on homework, do you work wet better like in your house, do you work better in a coffee shop or just like a quiet space? 
Do you work better like listening to music while you're working? Do you need somebody to work with you to keep you accountable? What type of people do you work well with? Like just understanding that because it helps you like know if you need to crunch down on something, then you know if you need some people with you to support you or you work better by yourself in isolation. Do not set unrealistic standards for yourself. I feel like not really much, not much really has to be said about that. You know the limits that you can go to. And if you don't really like try and figure that out about yourself. But if you know that you haven't had success with trying to push through in the past, do it in little, like do the thing that you're trying to work on in little chunks because consistency and momentum and doing it in small chunks is way better than trying to accomplish your goal all in one quick setting if that makes any sense. Oh my goodness, okay. If school is a a lot and you need a mental break from people, try online school, if your parents allow it. Sometimes you need to pay for it, but other times there's free courses online and you just need a parent's signature. And if you're good at keeping yourself accountable or you can work with somebody like I kind of said before, Online school is a great way to just get a mental break from drama that's happening in school or whatever. Um, Or just like spending time by yourself. That was something that I did in the middle of... No, I did it in the first semester of grade 12. And I was so much more relaxed and confident about who I was as a person because I didn't have other people's drama in my life that was stressing me out. (laughs) Okay, we're gonna move on to the drama section, even though I already pretty much talked about it already. Um, (laughs) So, drama slash social media. Never try to solve drama over text. If you're too scared to talk to them in real life or on call, then you shouldn't say anything about that person at all over text because it can be taken a million different ways and people are just stupid and you can be stupid because there's no emotion behind the texts that they can see visually and it can be taken way out of context and they also have receipts of stuff that you have said and it's just not good, so just don't do it. Like, just don't do it. And honestly, if you have to go to the extent of you need to write it down, write them a letter and give it to them. I don't care how cringy it sounds, but just the fact that you did it in real life shows that you are not scared to face your fears, I guess. Do not date in high school. You might be the one person that will actually have a healthy relationship in high school, but the majority of the people that I've talked to just don't do well with dating in high school. And I never dated in high school. 
I didn't really have a lot of guy drama. Like, I did because, you know, guys are attracted to people. Girls are attracted to people. And it just gets awkward. <laughs> so just don't date in high school, especially if you know you're a really dramatic person or the person that you're going to date is a dramatic person. Especially if you haven't known them for very long either. Like, just don't date them. That's the advice that I give you. Don't date in high school. <sighs> also, it could give you trust issues. Just saying. If you can't get away from drama and you keep getting sucked into it, delete social media. And if you love social media too much or are kind of addicted to it like I was, take at least one mon month off. Take at least one month off because... People don't realize how saturated they are into social media and in the drama that social media can create until they remove their self out of it. So having like a social media cleanse or fast or whatever just can put so many different things in perspective and stuff. If you're going out with your friends, try not to be on your phone and encourage them not to be on their phone either. I feel like we've created an identity around our phone and sometimes people don't have a personality without their phone. So if you are, if you can choose, try and pick friends that are into things that don't really contribute to having your phone 24-7. Because you will have like so many rich memories if you just try and get off your phone every so often. Like it's good to take pictures of memories and stuff. But if the memories that you have from high school are just being on your phone 24-7, it's going to be kind of depressing to look back on. Um, unfollow people that don't help your mental health. Like, if it comes to body image, mental health issues, anything, like people that are famous, just try and find people that you know are what some of your core values are. And if you don't know what your core values are, like, think about it. Write down what you think is important to you and what you think is good for your mental health and your body image, and your self-worth, and only follow people that fit that criteria. And if you really want to take it far, and you're like kind of a bold person, unfollow people that you find dramatic in high school. Like, you don't need them. Like, they're not going to be with you forever, so you don't need them right now. <laughs> oh, also... You are not responsible for other people's actions or how they react. If you need to cut somebody off and they react in a way that you think it's your fault, it's not your fault. Some people may react good. Some people may react bad. You know what's right for you. At least you should know what's right for you. And if you think that the people that you're talking to or hanging around, or you just have like a conflict with them or something, and they react in a negative way, 
that is not on you. Like you don't have control about what other people do. And that can also go in reverse. If you talk to somebody about stuff that you're going through and you know that they are the type of person that can't really keep secrets or um, will spread rumors about you, you can't control their actions. So the information that you have about people is way like more valuable than you realize. You can control what you can do, but you cannot control what other people do. The last section that I kind of have is called personal things. I didn't really know what to call it, but you'll kind of, I think you'll kind of understand once I get into it. If you know that you like need a mental health day, take a mental health day. Don't push through stuff if you are risking your health for it. I was just wanting to make it aware that I understand that there are certain situations where it's hard to take a mental health day just because it's not realistic or your parents don't really want you to take a mental health day and stuff. I'm just saying this from my personal experience that it was really beneficial whenever I took a mental health day. You know your limits, you know your boundaries, you know what's best for you. This is just my personal opinion and my personal experiences with getting through high school, um, plus the things that I kind of struggled with. Take this with an understanding that I know that there's different situations that don't allow this to happen and I'm grateful that I had this opportunity to take mental health days and stuff. So yeah, just wanted to say that before anybody kind of listened to the advice that I was going to give them in this section specifically. Like, there was a lot of times where I just had really, really, really bad anxiety where I could not control how I acted and stuff. Like, oh, that sounds kind of bad. I had issues with talking to people. I had issues with advocating for myself and speaking up for myself. And whenever I got so stressed out about a situation, I would freeze up and I couldn't breathe. And like sometimes, like I almost ended up in the hospital because I just had such like bad anxiety attacks. And if I took like a mental health day, like every once in a while, I would have been able to get through the school year a lot more confidently and like mental, like healthily, I guess that's not really a word, but you know yourself. And if you need to take a mental health day, take a mental health day. Don't use mental health days as an excuse um, just to get out of things that you need to get done. Do it as a time of rest and restoration and like, because your mind can only take on so much. So giving it a break from anything that might be going on is kind of the same as you taking a break from school or work because you're sick. So it's okay, like just relax. Everybody needs a break sometimes, 
and some people need more breaks than others, especially with the situations that they have gone through in the past. Um, I kind of already said this, but don't let school control your life. There are so many more things in life, like friends and family and things that you can enjoy that are a lot more life-giving than just being dead and doing school all the time. If you're hating high school or any situation that you're in, it's okay. There's much more after that that you don't even realize, and it can be hard, but that's in like the experience of trying. You know that school is not going to last forever. You know that elementary school is not going to last forever. You know that um, middle school is not going to last forever, and you know that high school is not going to last forever. So any situation that you're in that you just don't like, you know like just be encouraged that that's only a season in your life and it won't last forever. Nothing lasts forever. Like positive things don't last forever. Negative things don't last forever. But honestly, the things that affect you in a negative way make it so much more rewarding having positive things in your life for that season. If you don't know what to do with yourself, go on a walk and have some water. Or listen to music. Literally, like, just go do something. And if you can't get out of bed that day, just lay there. Don't go on your phone. You don't need that type of stuff. Just lay there. If you need something to listen to to distract yourself, read an audiobook or listen to music. Just... Yeah, but my best tips is going on a walk because fresh air can do a lot for you and it can change your perspective on a lot of things. Um, understand that everybody's lives are not perfect and even though they might be, talk might be taking their anger out on you or might not be paying attention to you, just remember that there's always another side to the story. So... <sighs> I always thought that whenever somebody got mad at me, it was always directed towards me. But then when I took that time off of school, I began to realize that people are doing like what their first instinct is to protect themselves or to protect somebody else because they don't want to appear wrong. And they want to know that there is something that is right that is happening in your li their lives. So everything is not always directed towards you. If you did something stupid, yeah, you kind of deserve it. But there's always two sides to the story. And taking that into perspective can honestly save a lot of relationships and help you gain a deeper understanding for people's emotions and feelings, as well as your emotions and feelings. That's part of the reason why I've saved so many friendships that I thought that I was going to lose or got rid of friendships that I thought I needed but I actually didn't need in my life why am I talking like that I don't like that my voice just sounds really raspy right now anyways <laughs> if you're feeling lonely and like you don't have anyone like around you this is what I did it was kind of like emo life 
like that depressed person that always wore a hoodie and whatever that was me and this is what i did to try and cope with loneliness besides like doing one of my hobbies if i didn't have enough energy to do it this is what i would do listen to music go on a walk have a good cry for no reason it's honestly therapeutic like you might have a lot of negative emotions that you don't even realize like one of my friends she was so busy that she was just like oh yeah i'll schedule a mental breakdown during this time sometime this week and i was like girl if you can control your crying sessions you are on a whole nother level of emotions and emotional control something that also helped me was buy coffee i have a coffee buying addiction i will not make coffee i hate coffee but I will buy a good matcha or something like that. Um, dance. Dance your room like nobody's watching and literally just move any way you want to. I didn't like reading because I have dyslexia, so I listen to audiobooks. Disassociate. For my neurodivergent people, sometimes you need a time to just disassociate from the world. Like play with a fidget toy... Um, kind of just let yourself and your mind wander. You don't have to be in control of every situation all of the time. So disassociation is definitely a good way to just relax. Um, if you are feeling really lonely, above all, do not use your phone. So, um, I find that when people are on their phones... And they're at a really, really low place. Two things can happen. It can either numb them from the situation that they're dealing with. Or it can magnify the issues that they're dealing with. And using social media, viewing things and stuff can really affect just the way that you view the world in such a negative way. Social media can have good effects to it. Or social media can have good aspects to it, but when you're in that low spot, social media is not okay for you. You can, like, call people and stuff, but don't use text, don't use Snapchat. Call them, them or FaceTime them. Try and do something besides being on your phone. Also, unless it's research purposes, like, why does my life not matter? Um, what's the purpose of life? Why do people hate me? Like stuff like that. Sure. Do research for it. Just don't go on social media. That's all I ask. <laughs> and if you were a depressed kid growing up or didn't have a lot of friends, you know what I mean by searching up random stuff for important purposes. I journaled every once in a while. Honestly, I wasn't really good at it. But it kind of throwing your life on a piece of paper and then throwing it away is kind of therapeutic. I was a very slow writer, so I couldn't like get all of my thoughts and stuff on the piece of paper as I was thinking about it because I overanalyzed and thought about everything in a, such a negative way. But it can be good. And I feel like it's kind of overhyped, but at the same time, if you do it the way that you think you want to do it, like, it doesn't have to be all fancy and colorful and whatever. 
like just doing it and getting rid of the getting rid of the evidence of you sharing your emotions like what you share your emotions um then just yeah it's pretty therapeutic yo talking to yourself or praying sometimes i talk to myself and sometimes i pray if i don't know what's going on in my brain just like verbally throwing it up can give you a different perspective on stuff that is happening in your life whether you realize it or not it's just like kind of the aspect of huh i never thought about that before Thank you, myself, for giving me advice. I will take that into consideration the next time I have a mental breakdown. Or the next time I yell at that random person. Or the next time that person randomly yells at me. Like, yo, you know more about yourself than you realize. So talk to yourself. Because your girl or you guys got you. But overall, if you are feeling lonely or just like not having a good day, something... Like, you can just do something that doesn't require a lot of effort or energy to distract yourself. And you got to find that in your own way. Remember that everything in out is only a time in your life. I Okay, I read, I wrote this all out because I didn't want to get it wrong. So if I sound weird, I'm reading, Okay. Remember that this is only a time in your life. Not everyone will be around forever. You won't always feel this way. Learning how to take time and really understand that life doesn't have a time limit on what you accomplish or start things, then you'll be a lot more healthier than you've realized. I would suggest that you would just really use this time in your life, especially if you're in high school or middle school or in college, to just really understand who you are and understand that you are human and you have feelings and abilities that you haven't, you probably don't even realize. It's easier to learn when you have a mess, when you have messed up and took risks, rather than being scared and not wanting to try anything. I usually faked everything in high school and up to high school uh, and never really took a leap of faith. I got scared. I messed up badly with people. I hurt others and others hurt me. But you can come out of your comfort zone and sometimes people don't even need to notice or you don't have to advertise it. Unless it's on a podcast like right now. I'm literally terrified of what people might think. Not gonna lie. (laughs) You might not have complete control of your life or you don't want to move away from home or you don't want, or you do. And sometimes in high school, you have no say, but sometimes you do like sitting somewhere different in class, dropping a class in the middle of a semester or running away from realities of a current situation with your imagination even just taking a different road to school i promise you this time will pass it might not be fully okay but you got yourself and you can push through just remember that it's okay (laughs) 